Talk Live, 855-453. This is the live Saturday show of Free Talk Live. And, you know, if you're a little confused, you're thinking, what? what is Mark doing, doing the intro? Well, Ian is off on some adventure someplace, so it's uh, it's it's Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. It's like a retro flashback, you know, Free Talk Live. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, how long has it been since you were on the show? Uh, I think November was the last show I did with you guys. So going on a year, maybe. Johnson, how long for you? Uh, I don't know, maybe last... I don't think I was even on this past Pork Fest, so the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, so probably the Pork Fest before, or maybe Liberty Forum before. So a couple of years yeah. ago, maybe, and uh, you were a regular, maybe five, six years ago, right, on, on the program, Wayne. You, jeez, you were doing it for five years or something like. I that. I know. I started to feel like a twenty-eight-year-old college student who lived at home with his parents. Still, <laughs> that's how we were feeling about you too. <laughs> uh, but, you can call in, talk about anything you want to talk about, 855-450-3733 here on the live uh, Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. I know most radio talk shows take the night off on Saturdays, but not Free Talk Live. We think you deserve the content. So give us a call at 855-450-3733. Um, you can upload content at freetalklive.com. Not only is it an interactive radio program, but it's an interactive website. You can load uh, link to blog posts or news stories or videos or whatever you want. You can vote up other people's submissions. They can vote up yours. It's uh, freetalklive.com. And since we take your calls here, let's go to uh, Jeremy. And before I go to Jeremy in Philly, I just want to say, um, you know, I, I have renewed hope for the Republican Party now that Paul Ryan has been picked for the VP, uh, considering uh, Mitt Romney yeah. picked a, a person who voted what? for TARP, the auto bailouts, uh, Medicare expansion, housing subsidies, <laughs> unemployment extensions, a national ID, making the Patriot Act permanent, surveillance without a warrant, no child left behind, keeping troops in Iraq indefinitely, and the 2008 and 2009 sem- stimulus. I've got one word for it. Oink. Yeah, right. Well, you're like, <laughs> I'm totally unsurprised. Jeremy in Philly, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, um, I was looking through my local paper uh, today, and on the fr- on the front page of the paper, um, and I wanted to get uh, your guys' opinion on undercover police officers posing as teenagers and arresting people, because on the front page of my local paper, I saw a photo of a man I worked at a job with for a year, well-known, well-liked. And it said, uh, you know, local man caught in sex, in a child sex thing. And I was shocked. And basically, uh, he went into a chat room. There was an undercover police officer posing as a 14-year-old girl. Mm. He uh, sent her photos of himself. And then he uh, tried to arrange a time to meet up. And, of course, he went to meet up and was taken to it. Uh, taken under arrest, and I think was charged with unlawful contact with a minor and got $25,000 bail. And as I was reading the article, I'm like, well, wait a second. Uh, the uh, the appointment to have sex was consensual. The minor was giving consent, you know, no victim, no crime. I, I, just, I just think it's ridiculous that police are in chat rooms posing as teenagers and then arresting people. Like, he did not aggress against anybody. He, you know, he was not prowling a local park or driving by high schools, he sought to consensually and voluntarily contract with someone else in a consensual way to have sex. And of so, course, Jeremy, let me ask you this. Minors. Uh, let me ask you this: Is there an age that's too young for uh, women to, to females to choose to have sex? I would say yes. What's that age? Um, uh, well, I mean. 
the government says that with with parental consent, a fourteen year old can get I don't married. Care the, I don't care what the government says at all. I mean, I care what uh, you know what 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 is moral. As far as I'm concerned, it's lar- the government's largely full of immoral people. And you know, Jeremy, I have teenagers at home, and I kid them all the time, and I say, you know. I know you're doing this, or you're, you forgot this because you're a teenager and your brain is not fully developed yet. You cannot make <laughs> decisions yet for yourself. Maybe, but it really doesn't develop until they're 25. Yeah, exactly. So, that's, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the developed. argument is. It's, 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 yeah. it, this is a difficult argument. And I agree with you, Jeremy. There's no, there's no victim here in the, uh, and, and the classic some, sense. And to but, some degree, it's entrapment. Yeah, I agree. Because because would this man have have done this ordinarily? It sounds under like normal it, circumstances. It sounds like if a if a fourteen year old offered him the the opportunity, it sounds like he would have done it. But I don't know, man. Well, it was probably a, a much more provocative opportunity than one he may have had. You know, if he wasn't being entrapped. On oh, one sure. hand, it's, but he should have said no. What's wrong with well, an eighteen year old? If, if you're that if you're that into young girls, just <laughs> find one that's legal. Well, it's funny because by the law stand, because my my uh, sister, when when she was fifteen, she had a boyfriend that was twenty one. So by the legal standard, the guy in this case who was thirty years old and you know looking to get the fourteen year old would have been treated the same way as say the nineteen year or the nineteen year old and the fourteen year old, or you know whether in some states like that. So. But, um, it's, it's tough, man. Because- I mean, it's it's really it's really difficult because I don't have when you say a uh, you know a twenty one year old and a sixteen year old you know it's pushing the boundaries of what I find acceptable, mm-hmm. but I can see it. Um, at the same time, you know, when you're talking about a thirty year old and a sixteen year old, I can't see it. You know, it's for me, it's for me, it's an unacceptable behavior. See, I feel strangely about it because you know I'm of two minds on it. Where one, you know, I feel like if the younger person is consenting then there really shouldn't be a problem i i do really feel that way but at the same time i get a lot of guilty pleasure out of watching chris hansen you know chris hansen you know kind of uh i don't know who that is he he does the uh the to catch a predator shows so the the predators always show up they do this sting operation where they show up and then he, he goes you know why don't you have a seat uh, what were you expecting to happen here tonight? Um, you know, did you say? And then he reads the chat transcripts yep. that are just horrifying things well, that they say. Like, but, but I mean, and, and know, these like, the chatters, the fourteen-year-olds aren't acting like fourteen-year-olds. No, generally, fourteen-year-olds well, generally actually, act. So that's probably debatable. There are yeah. a lot of there are a lot of dirty little girls out maybe, there. Maybe maybe it's true. I, you know, I, I, I'll you, tell you. When I was fourteen, I wasn't running across them. But, you know, between the ages of 14 and 18, <laughs> there's a huge change in somebody's sure. maturity and worldliness and everything. And I'm a parent, and so are you, Mark. I know you're not yet. Uh, I have but, no but, intention you know, of ever being my, one either. <laughs> that's fine. But, I, but we have chosen that. And I think that at 14, um, you know, there's been a historical precedent that you're still under the protection of your parents. So uh, that's where the, the decision to do something like that, is, I don't think, is, is really totally in your hands at that age. Call me a pig or whatever you want to call me, but that's just my opinion. I think kids are going to make decisions uh, that, you know, the kids that live at home are going to make whatever decisions they want, whether, you know, the parents are around or not. Well, it's just one of those difficulties. Well, I'd like to say that there's options for parents out, out there. If you see your 14-year-old is something you could control and you, you want to control their sexual behavior, put parental controls on the computer. Don't give them the cell phone or or give them a phone without text. Like there's ways you can watch and limit your child. I I I I, I just think for this guy in the newspaper uh, to be dealing with a cop and then he's probably going to lose his job. 
He's probably going to have trouble getting hired. You know, he has a wife. Who knows what his wife will do? He'll probably get a divorce. I mean, his life is, is, is I mean, I saw his, uh, he worked in his hometown, and his, uh, everybody who shopped at the store he worked at is going to recognize him. Like, sure is. I yeah. couldn't imagine what it would be like to be in his shoes. Jamie, I, I almost feel like there, does, the call. there doesn't need to be any more punishment other than that. Just out him. I, I would you know, agree like, that the outing in, in and of itself, you know, in, in a world where they're, you know, say police weren't doing uh, these reverse stings or stings or I'm not even sure what they're called stings, uh, you know, people might very well do it and just out people because right. this is interesting stuff for the news. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, this is great right. stuff for the local news to do. <laughs> Let's go to Bill and uh, listen in on WINS. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Yes, I got a question about uh, Obamacare and Romney. Okay, Obamacare and Romney. Gotcha. What's the question? If Obama said he's going to take seven hundred fifty million dollars out of Obamacare, I mean out of Medicaid, Medicare. And my question is, what is that? Isn't that gutting? I'm sorry. What's repeat the question? Isn't that gutting? Gutting Medicare. Yes, and also. Do you think the movie, the documentary movie that's now coming out on theater is already out, Obama 2016, do you think that'll hurt him or, or help him? You know, I haven't seen the movie. Hold the line here, uh, Bill. You can give us a call at 855-450-3733. If you got answers to Bill's questions, you know, you can give us a call. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. People ask me, Tim, why did you start VerbalSurgery.com? Well, it's easy. I started making these podcasts to make you feel better right now. That's right. From the tops of the Himalayas to the bottom of the deepest seas. That's right. These broadcasts go out to everywhere on the planet and most importantly, deep inside of your brain to make you feel better right now. And isn't that what it's all about? VerbalSurgery.com. Check it out today. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the sickle toll-free call-in line here on the live Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. It's, it's Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. We've really been all over the board this evening. Um, it just goes to show. You can talk about whatever you want on Free Talk Live. If you're looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear, ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment. Everybody's looking for good prices on ammunition right now. And at manventureoutpost.com, you'll get the name brands and you'll get the best prices at the same time. Believe me, go check. If you are an outdoors enthusiast, go comparison shop at manventureoutpost.com because everybody that does, <laughs> that's very good. Isn't that a good, good bird call? Um, Here, fishy, fishy. <laughs> <laughs> manventureoutpost.com. Use coupon code FTL, save an extra 5%. It's manventureoutpost.com. So let's get back here to uh, Bill calling in WINS. Now, Bill, you had asked a question about uh, whether I thought this uh, Obama 2016 film was going to hurt or help um, Obama's chances. And frankly, I don't know anything about the Obama 2016 film. What What do you know about it? Well, it's supposed to be a documentary from a guy who had written several books and he'd gone to go talk to his brother and he started following these. Obama's brother? Obama's. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and he and from what I understand, if, if you look on the internet and look, and I think it's S O R O F something like that. Obama actually went to Indonesia, got citizenship, and he documented all this stuff. He went there and got the, <clears throat> uh, citizenship in Indonesia. But if you, you if you look up Obama twenty sixteen and look at the trailer, and then look at the what the movie says, and then you could you could. Uh, figure out whether it's going to hurt or or help. Don't you think Americans are tired of the, you know, is Obama an American citizen? Where is he born? That that whole thing. I mean, don't you think they're sick of it? Nobody's doing anything about it. Well, the Congress isn't doing nothing, no matter, you know, I mean, even if it gets slapped in the face, here's the evidence, they're not going to do anything. What are they going to do? Well, Sheriff Joe Arpaio's uh, hunting him down. Um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of law enforcement on this case. I mean, they're bringing to bear America's toughest sheriff, <laughs> and he hasn't done anything. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that would make that the Republican National Committee would really do well to expose this guy as a, a non-citizen if that was the case. I mean, his birth certificate doesn't look like my birth certificate, and that makes me wonder. And it seems strange that he doesn't want his college transcripts to be open. I actually read an article by Wayne Allen Root uh, recently. Yes. that was all about you know you'll, who, you'll who find went to school with his, Obama. Yeah, you'll find the secret in his uh, college records. There's just something weird going on. Like you said, you know, a bunch of people that went to Columbia said they didn't. They never saw Obama. They didn't know him. Yeah. But, but, people, but I just don't think okay. anybody cares. Right. But see, nobody people, does. Care. Okay. People fail to realize. A question for Wayne. A yes. question for Wayne. Yep. Okay, y'all would talk about teenagers, teenage girls having babies and all this stuff. Wayne, if you had a 14-year-old daughter and she Don't got you? pregnant. Mm-hmm. I have a 13-year-old. Who's, who's going to stay home and watch the baby? Or is the daughter going to have to stay home from school and watch the baby and be homeschooled? Well, that's true, and that's why I, th- I think that that's parents have to watch over their kids. And, and um, at that age, Wait, I don't think... Now, when you were a teenager, did, did, I mean, did, were you kind of a little wild, just a little bit? That wasn't until my twenties. Not, not even in high school. You didn't go after uh, chase after girls in high school. I wish I could, but I was too shy and 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 too short. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it happens all the time. If you go to these high schools, these kids are having ba- these girls are having babies, whether it's from from other kids in school or from adults are having well, babies. Uh, teen pregnancies down. That- it's, I mean, still right a, now. it's still a problem. It's a problem if yeah. you have a, a teenager with a pre- with that's pregnant. But I mean, whatever whatever it takes to fix teen pregnancy must be being done because it is diminishing over time. And sex isn't the same thing as pregnancy. I mean, I, I I'll grant you, I don't trust fourteen year olds to practice safe sex. But we were actually talking about teen sex, not teen pregnancy. I had mm-hmm. safe sex at fourteen. So there you go. okay, well, I was very very conscious with- of it at fourteen too, because it's like you, when you're fourteen, you know you don't want to have a kid. <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, no, but kids don't realize that. I mean, I'm talking about when I was 14 years old, so I'm actually talking from personal experience. I had sex yeah, at 14. When you had school girls back 16. then, they went stay with grandma until they had the baby. Yeah, they didn't true. run around in school, walking around pregnant. And this is like, oh man, she got pregnant. Now I'm gonna get pregnant. Oh, look at the cute baby and all this stuff. And that's, that's not the right message. Babies are cute. Bill, thanks for the call. 855-450-3733. That sets you back 15 years, at least, if you're... If oh, you're... It's, yeah, it's it's the single biggest predictor of how well you're going to do in your life. Um, if, you, if, oh. if, if you have a child, male or female, but specifically female, if you have a child before the age of 18, really, let's just be realistic here. 21, 
you're going to have a rough life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is a one decision you can make to have a better life. Let's choose not to do it. Now, I don't think that the abstinence message is necessarily one that's going to work. Certainly not for every kid. If it works for your kid, awesome. But I hope that it's working for your kid because, you know, I don't think my mother knew when I was having sex. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Johnson, you've got a story here about uh, them tying together cameras sure before we get into the camera story actually i want to get into one other thing that we why why is johnson on the show johnson lives in connecticut oh yeah <laughs> i just thought i'd bring that up just because sure. it's exciting i think it's exciting news i'm moving i'm getting ready to move up here i'm up here to look at apartments so you're moving to new hampshire for the free state project I, tell, I, people yes, what, I, tell people what the free state project the is. the free state project is uh, a chance at liberty in your lifetime it was originally a plan for twenty thousand people to well, really, 19,999 people, uh, if, if they say that they're willing to sign an, a, an agreement to say that if, you know, 19,999 other people co- show up to New Hampshire or, or, or agree to show up to New Hampshire, if we reach this 20,000 number, then everybody moves and works towards freedom. And so what has happened since then is that a lot of people are just moving in advance. There's already over 1,000 people who have moved um, and, and are in the state, and changes are already happening with a very, very small amount of people because the founder never predicted how active the people that moved would be. Yeah, among other things, I mean, there's lots of things that have happened, but one that comes to mind for me is uh, the state budget has been cut by 12%. How much of the bureaucrats in your state cut their budget? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they I'll were complaining you, they, they didn't do enough. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can't do everything in all in one uh, sitting. Um, and, and I think it's a little less than 12 percent. But usually when politicians talk about cutting the budget, they're talking about cutting the the proposed budget or the growth, growth of the new budget. They're not talking about actually less spending. This is 12 percent, almost 12 percent less spending than the year before. And I think this is a biennial budget. Is that right, Wayne? You, you'd know better than I. You know what? I don't even follow it these days, but I think you're right. Then it might be the, the biennial before. But uh, the sad part is that only brings us back to 2006. As far as I'm concerned, the government was too big in, uh, in the 90s, too. But uh, let's go to Melvin calling from uh, WBPH. Melvin, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Well, just a couple of things. Uh, the, the deal about the entrapment with the, uh, the gentleman in the man's community, I don't have a real problem in that situation because I suspect that that gentleman was getting on line to try to get with a fictitious uh, teenager. Then he probably would have been doing it before or would try, you know, with the, in, the real, in the real world. It shows intent. I mean, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Anything else, Melvin? Yeah. Yeah, right, quick. I'm very no, concerned hold, hold about... The I, hold I, the line, I, Melvin. Tell me what... Uh, tell me in a second here. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Free 
Talk Live, 855-453. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about here. On the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, it's Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. Johnson. Frustrated with lack of freedom where you live, are you tired of the oppressive state intruding into your business and personal life? What if you found out that the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? Well, it's happening and you could be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. And you're, uh, you know, picking up to move. You're looking at apartments. Yeah. So uh, I've been here for going on six years, Wayne. Seven. Moving here for the Free State Project. We're having a lot of success and actually taking one state and, you know, applying some of the principles of uh, liberty here. So. We're granite staters. <laughs> Check out freestateproject.org. Let's go back to Melvin calling on WBPH, BHP, excuse me. Melvin, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, I just would like to congratulate our, the United States Olympians, and I'm so proud of the way they have performed. I have an issue with the, uh, with the women basketball players, our professionals that won the gold, and I would like to give the women professional basketball players a bit of advice because I, I truly believe if they would play in uniforms closer to what the track and field girls wear, I think the NBA, the women's basketball would surpass the uh, men. <laughs> the problem you know, is there's a lot more jumping and stuff that can, you know, there can be wardrobe malfunctions in basketball, all that jumping. I- I uh, often tease my wife about how dedicated the uh, uh, dedicated the athlete the uh, the women's beach volleyball are because they're clearly dedicated to their sport because I can see more of their flesh and um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really funny how many of these women's sports I mean it's it's pretty obvious that these uniforms are in not a, not just uh, aerodynamic or whatever but they're, they're titillate at the same time literally yes. well the uh, the uh, the women. Outfits though for basketball, they just look like they're trying to look like men, and uh, I think the, the the track and field girls celebrate being females, and you know I think that's a wonderful thing. Celebrate what you are. So, um, I mean, when I've seen some of the, the women's basketball players, they seem kind of like gawky, and they may, may not look good in the, uh, the 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 uniforms. What do you think about that? I, I believe you would be surprised. Okay. Did you see that movie, Love of Basketball? No, I did not. I get to see so few. It's wonderful, and I think the majority of them look great. And thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely, Melvin. Thanks for the call. You know, I've seen I've seen a graphic going around uh, on online, and it's funny that uh, talks about how the fastest man on land and the fastest man in the water. Both pot smokers. <laughs> That's true, right there. In the <laughs> it's kind of an interesting little t- little it, fact. It is funny. Yeah, pot'll pot'll make you lazy and stupid. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem to make you vain if those two guys are anything to. <laughs> well, I think endorphins probably override the the THC though. I well, mean, it's also probably though a strong painkiller. So I mean, mm. you know, if you're taking a strong painkiller and you're t- doing that often, it's going to lie to push through a little harder. I would think. Let's go to uh, Carl calling in on XM. Carl, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Yeah, women basketball players, it, it was a one-piece swimsuit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Obama, uh, The Dreams of My Real Father, documentary and uh, book at Infowars.com. Oh, boy. Uh, 
Get your own damn fries. <laughs> well, Obama is a made guy, you know, so it doesn't, that stuff doesn't matter because he's being protected, obviously. That's why he's still in office, and that's why the lawsuits that have been filed against him have not getting it, gotten anywhere because he's being protected. So what are you going to do about yeah. that? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Chris Hansen, you put me in on that show, that show will never air again. Uh, who's Chris Hansen? Chris Hansen is the guy who does. He's a NB, uh, He's for Dateline NBC. He's a a broker. Okay. Or, um, not a broker, but uh, what do they call that? Uh, Financial <laughs> advisor? No, no, no. <laughs> What's the word? Uh, somebody who is on, uh, you know, a newscaster. I guess. There's, okay. There's another word that begins with a B, but I can't remember right, the well, word right now. Um, anyway, necessarily B words. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's he's a newscaster and uh, he does that show uh, to catch a predator. But he's done some other okay. ones. He's an investigative journalist. He does, you know, he hosts the shows that uh, that do those th- kinds of um, investigative sort of attack journalism and. Uh, to catch a predator is if you just watch an episode online sometime it's actually kind of funny i mean it's it's horrible to laugh at but it is amusing I, i'm so uh oh. over the whole uh you know is obama an american citizen argument i mean it, it 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 i suppose you know before the election it certainly had some relevance um you know after the election within the first year i can see why people were winding down but we're talking about the next election here um it just doesn't it's over well, how do you guys yeah, feel about cool. the whole political process now, oh. look, knowing what you know? I think it's as the, broken as it has ever been. Well, no, I think it's. I think the Ron Paul campaign, though, has exposed just how broken it is. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. sure. Carl? Nope, oh, I guess Carl did. Oh, sorry. Wanted to, wanted to jump in. Whatever. You can give us a call at 855-450-3733. You know, I, I, th- I think that the Ron Paul campaign shows how uh, you know entrenched the, the politicos are. But, you know, the... The local politics on the local level can be infiltrated. It ha, it was infiltrated by the moral majority types in the late '80s and early '90s, and uh, they had a big, a huge effect on the Republican Party. And I think that uh, the Ron Paul people can do the same. Um, there's a there's a uh, there's a roadmap for you know success, and it can be done if that's what you want to do. Tell me what you think if you think this statement sounds completely out of touch because I, I I do wonder if I'm a little out of touch on this, but I I think that if it came out a hundred percent. For sure, that Obama was not, you know, a natural-born citizen. That most people in the country, like the dividing lines, would really just be about the same as they are now. But I, I, I don't think that much would change at all. I just don't think that most people care about that. Well, at all. the word ignorant comes from the word ignore. Right. <laughs> there you go. Let's take Corey calling in WNIS. Corey, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, just fine. Um, I wanted to just continue uh, on the topic about the. Uh, um, young ladies or teenagers, period, um, being sexually active. And mm-hmm. As we see in the news with, like, teachers, mostly the female teachers, who have improper relationships with their teenage students, Okay, we don't have as big a, a uh, 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 uproar about that. Most times, we make little comments to the guys, man, because most times they're attractive women. Man, I wish... She was my teacher in high school. Or yeah, <laughs> that, it gets said you a know, lot. <laughs> so, so it's a case where if it's a young girl, we want to take the guy out back and, you know, throw rocks at him and stuff like you see on the Catch a Predator shows mm-hmm. they used to show back in the day. But when it's a young boy or a 13, 14-year-old boy and a teacher's like in her mid to late 20s or early 30s even, mm-hmm. and she's most times fairly attractive, we're like, eh, well, you know, he's a lucky kid. And <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> we're... So, so, so in some ways, we are, um, you know, uh, 
got the word, but um, hypocritical, double standard. No, um, it's um, sexually not sexually um, biased. I'm, I'm trying. To oh, sexually biased. Sure. Yeah, for the for as far as saying, okay, well, if this uh, older woman, young man, because when you think about sex, men, we, you know, it's it's it's, it's an act to us of which we have to be, of course, aroused. To, to be able to continue to go on to it, which with a young lady, though, we, you know, an older man can trick her and then have his way with her. And then, of course, she'll either feel used, which she'll make it known to someone that she's been, you know, sexually taken advantage of and, you know, things will come to the guy who did it. And my second point is, before I go, is that when a young lady has been sexually active young in her teenage years, 14, 15, 16, and she has numerous partners, Put aside the pregnancy part, she's more likely personally not to have much value for human contact. Well, not human contact, wrong word, but human um, engagement because sex is something in which is supposed to be really personable, something really valuable. But she has, you know, has sex with one person after another at a young age. When she's in her 20s, it's like pretty much, you know, brushing her teeth. I'd have to see some studies on that. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. Our sexual. Thank you for the call, Corey. Our, you know, young women that are sexually more sexually active uh, in their teens, less likely to be able to have, uh, you know, satisfying uh, personal relationships. I, I don't know. And is that sociological or is that physiological? It would seem more likely the sociological. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Free Talk Live. Your thoughts are welcome. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live with Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live, we have a completely interactive website where you can go there and uh, link to stories and blog posts and whatever you want. Vote up other people's submissions. Uh, they can vote up yours. Uh, you, you'll love it. But, um, you know, go check out shop.freetalklive.com. It's a place where you can do your online shopping and just an extra moment, an extra couple of clicks, you can help Free Talk Live in the process. You uh, can do your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. You'll get the same prices and the same service you normally do, but uh, go through shop.freetalklive.com and we get a little spiff. Let's go to Kevin calling on WXNT, our favorite. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, first of all, let me comment on how smooth the show is going tonight, and it's very enjoyable. It could crash any time, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who's missing tonight. Okay, all right. Um, No, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, The first thing is you do not want to see some of those NBA women in skimpy uniforms. (laughs) Melvin does. No, no. I follow women's basketball. My daughter was a very good athlete. 
And you, I've been up close and personal with a lot of the, uh, the WNBA players, and no, you do not want to see them in the empty outfit. Do I look pretty? Um, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you know, no. I've been watching the Olympics, so there certainly are some women that are better to look at in um, their uniforms than others. And, you know, some uniforms are better than others, uh, too. But, I, you know, most of the time I end up being very impressed with the athleticism because I know that these chicks can kick me in the crotch and leave me <laughs> Oh, the daddy. And then you see one, you see one, you think, oh, Vero de Milo. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. What's on your mind? And, and then I want to comment that, you know, it's a little late in the day to worry about Obama's birth certificate. Guys, if you can't beat him in the field of battle, get over it. He won the election. You know, let that go. So you have another election coming up, and when only thirty percent of the people vote, you know, therein lies the problem. So, well, most of the, and, more a much larger percentage than that vote in the general. It's it's it gets pretty close. Uh, I think it's over fifty percent in the uh, the most recent election. But I don't. You know, for me, that's not even an asset. That's not a good thing. Right. As far as I'm concerned, that's a bad thing. I mean, you can ask these people on the street and they don't know who the vice president is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you should be able to, as far as I'm concerned, at least answer some civics questions. I've always said I would like to see, you know, how we always see these rock the vote. Yeah, get out and rock the vote. You know, those campaigns. I'd like to see celebrities actively getting out like really high level celebrities that just say ah don't vote don't waste your time you silly person you you know like because don't you know vote. anybody You're not who qualified listens, yeah it's like if they listen to that anyway like good don't go don't show up to the polls if you're going to listen to like pop culture media stuff as your opinion about life and and facts and whatever then you should probably be staying away from you should making important decisions about anything name your uh you know the vice president your representative and the two senators in your state i mean if if you cut it down to that as a as a poll tax as it were and i'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call it what it is then you'll have people that are much more qualified to um you know they they may be fascists or they may be socialists but at the very least they're informed ones but you know there's a promising trend that's happening the last numbers i looked at 28% were Republican, 32% were Democrat, and 40% were Independent. Sure. Yeah. And so that means you got less people that are, you know, party bots that, that haven't joined some political cult because of a couple of hot button issues. And then they end up just repeating all the other talking points without thinking. They shut their brains off. So I think the growing number of independents in this country is actually a very promising sign. I Kevin? hate that term, using bots well, to describe take people. Take a look, though, guys, at the voting blocks of people that do vote. Teachers firemen, policemen, city workers, that's a huge voting block that's going to vote for whoever does them the best at the polls. That's who they're going to vote for. Yeah, whoever gives them the most free stuff. That's mostly a local situation, um, you know, less less on the national scale. Uh, generally, police officers and firefighters tend to go Republican, and teachers and other government bureaucrats tend to go Democrat. I don't know. I, I still think they vote for whoever's you know, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, a teacher, you know. for instance, in the state of Texas, vote overwhelmingly. The one year they might vote Democrat, one year they might re- vote Republican. And well, in Texas, you got to ask yourself, in Texas, what's the point of voting Democrat? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's well, one of the reddest states out there. Well, no, they, they, from, they'll put in a Democratic uh, governor from time to time. And, you know, you have to go back and look at who they banned Richardson. There was a guy named okay. White down there. It's not as um, red as Oklahoma. You're right. I'm I, just saying, I mean, it's, it's it's those special interest groups that are really harming this country. Yeah, They're it, not the Republican. That's what Demo- democracy is all about, uh, you know, teaming up with, uh, you know, making the biggest team out there and then uh, beating up on the other teams. 
And we're supposed to be a republic, correct? I guess. Okay. Was, I, I, I don't know that there's any difference between those That's two words. That's so 19th century, man. <laughs> Mark, you're a buzzkill. I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a Republic, okay. So, uh, you know, I, I used to say this thing back when I was, uh, you know, a trident to Republican. By the way, I, I'm now on the ticket running as a Republican, so people can say whatever they want about that. Um, but, you know, Republic means like of the people and democracy is a Greek word meaning by the people. So, I mean, essentially, they're the similar terms. A Republic has never historically uh, prior to the creation of the United States meant a place where, uh, you know, a representative, uh, you know, government where people's rights are protected. Rome didn't protect rights. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. So, uh, you know, the, I, I, the, the definition of that Republicans use of a Republic, I think, is faulty. Okay. That's all. I, I, look at, I look at the concept. The concept is you vote for somebody, they go to Washington, they're supposed to represent you. So, in the, But now it's so corrupted, as you guys were talking about, Ron Paul and the election process. And that's where, it, if we go back to our roots of our country, it's a good thing. But it's so corrupted now. I, there were still a lot of crooks uh, 100 years ago, too, but they couldn't do well, as much what, damage. What happened in Rome, though, was they started giving away free bread, free grain, and the people in Rome didn't want to fight. They kept bringing in people from outside. Well, gee, doesn't that look a lot like us right now? Mm-hmm. We have 51% of the people receiving more than they put into the government. So that's, you know, that's the problem. We've turned into a welfare state, and that can't sustain itself. I think the go back meme, the, the way of talking about going back, it can mean something to some people, but it means something much worse to other people. If you talk to, say, uh, you know, there's, there's, the black people are being welcomed into the Republican Party, and I think it's a great thing. Um, but, I mean, when you talk about going back to a black person, that doesn't sound so hot. Right. You know, let, let's get back to the kind of freedom we had 100 years ago. What? <laughs> you know, like, and so, I mean, one needs to be very careful about the terminology of go back. That rings true with conservatives, but and certainly from the 1870s to the 1890s, uh, back when they had laissez-faire capitalism and that uh, you know the, the the barons hadn't gotten a hold of everything, yeah, the, the the median income doubled in that two decade period, and that's the only time in human history that's ever happened, and that's pretty awesome. But you know, I want freedom for everybody, and I'm sure you do too, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Right, I, and that's that's another way. Of, I, I would never what you just said about going back. I, I'm not going back there. I'm sure. going forward. Right. I only want I only want the concept to be there, and I want the greed to be gone. And I want every you know. And, and if we would ever start, you know, uh, developing our technology, like you know, my big thing is I I say we could start building ships, and we could start pumping our own oil, and then put that oil on those ships, take it out, refine it, bring it back. And you know, use our own oil, and then develop the green process. And the you know, in the meanwhile, mostly Americans are using oil. Most Americans are using oil that was uh, the gasoline in their cars that was refined in the North American continent. Um, the most of the oil that you're seeing shipped in from the Middle East is going for government projects because no American would pay the kind of money that it costs for oil that's shipped across the uh, the ocean. So, I mean, when you're considering that a gallon of diesel fuel in Afghanistan costs two hundred dollars, upwards of two hundred dollars, depending on where in Afghanistan it is. Um, you know, it's the government that's buying that stuff. So, did he? I, I thought you mentioned getting rid of the greed. Is that what the word you were saying? The what? The greed. Getting rid of the greed. Yeah, I want to get rid of greed. Yeah, that's, right. That's well, well, you're never going to get rid of greed because people, human beings, are inherently greedy. But w- what keeps greed in check in a society is a competition, and second, the risk of failing and going out of business. When you remove those two things, the greed is unlimited, and that's what you're seeing today. Because you've got government in bed with with special interests and corporations and banks. 
That's a great point. And, and, you know, the free market thing, too. You know, the Republicans talk a good game with free markets, but our, basically our economy, most of it is controlled by cartels, whether it's energy or health care or education or banking or even the money. It's, they're all cartels, and that does not, that's not a free market economy. It's because the government's knocked the, rungs out of, the bottom rungs out of the ladder of success. It makes it difficult for people to start up some new thing. I mean, I can't even imagine how you'd start up a new bank. It'd be impossible. I mean, I know it's done, but it would be impossible for me. You've got to have a lot of money. Kevin, thanks for the call. 855-450-3733. Your call's in the next hour. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, 855-450-3733. It's Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. Well, among other things. (laughs) 855-450-3733. Let's just go right into the phones. Uh, We've got Simon calling in from XM. Simon, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you? Uh, all's well. What's on your mind? Yes, I was wanting to do a practical joke with my friends, and it kind of backfired on me. I was wanting to uh, get bumper st- Obama bumper stickers just to put on some of my uh, friends that like Romney. Okay. Especially for this funny preacher man. He's a really funny preacher, controversial preacher. He says, if you come to Mississippi with an Obama sticker, we'll let you have handicapped parking. Now, uh, <laughs> I am, I've told you before, I um, am a, a Ron Paul type, a Gary Johnson type supporter. But I was just going to do this to be funny, so I call up the Obama uh, headquarters in Chattanooga. Turns out to just be the kind of this single guy running around with his head cut off, and they didn't have any bumper stickers. But now he's got my phone number, and he's like, "Oh man, thanks so much for supporting the president, and I'll give out your phone number to all the other supporters in your Yay. area, and they'll call you." And, and so I, I was like, "Well, that completely backfired." Uh, <laughs> some, uh, you know, I didn't want to tell him. You know, get into all of this details and try to, but I thought I could like do a covert operation and get in with the group and kind of like y'all did with uh, Wall Street or Ian did with Wall Street, you know? Yep. Yeah. What do they call them? Occup- yeah. uh, the Occupy Movement. But I mean, Occupy, yeah. I- Ian really believes in the Occupy Movement. He doesn't believe what, uh, you know, necessarily some of the people in the Occupy Movement believe, but he he thinks that, uh, you know, that that was a good thing. Yes. And I'll, also, I just want to kind of get y'all your thoughts. My wife ended up having it out with her aunt. Her aunt was for Ron Paul. We finally got her to be on the uh, that whole deal when he was running, you know, in the primaries. Yeah. But now she's basically telling my wife, how can you be a Christian and not vote Romney? And uh, the only thing I could think of, man, I was going to see what your ideas were, but the whole, uh, what's the whole thing where, you know, you say, well, if you got Hitler and you got somebody like Saddam Hussein, if you get them to admit that they would not vote for either, then you kind of go with that. But uh, maybe I was going to see what your thoughts would be, you know. Then you could say, well, you know, that's the way I feel about Obama and Romney. I don't... Like or, or you could just say, how can you be a like Christian that? and not vote for Obama? Because he's widely known as a Christian. I mean, he's there, there was all sorts of th- things in the news about his reverend. Simon, I mean, I'm going to let you go. you got to click it on your line there, <laughs> yeah. but we'll, we'll talk about it here. And the other thing is, is I think there's a couple of ways you can approach it. One is you can let them know that the, that the same uh, banks are supporting Romney and Obama 
you know, uh, they're getting their, most of their funding from the same people. A, you know, the window dressing is a little different. The people they surround themselves with, Obama surrounds himself with a lot of communists and, you know, lefty radicals. But the stuff he's doing is no different than what Bush did in reality in office. And Romney's going to be the same thing. Yeah, I I don't think that the how can you be a Christian and support ex-politician argument is is a very good. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, want to know an even worse argument. You could say, how could you be a Christian and vote? How does <laughs> it feel to be a Pharisee? There's, well, there's plenty be- of uh, Christians that don't vote, and uh, there's some very good arguments for Christians even, not voting. Even right. though I don't really believe this, but I think a lot of people also what might say, how could you be a Christian and vote for a Mormon? Yeah, because it, it, a lot of Christians don't uh, consider Mormons Christians. Right, it's the real it's the real Scotsman fallacy. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I you know, the, the question doesn't really make any sense. Um, I, I don't think. First off, let's not get too excited about this presidential election, okay, mm-hmm. folks? Your vote doesn't count, okay? <laughs> yeah. Really, your vote doesn't count, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to explain it to you. This is hard to believe. I understand. Don't get your head all twisted about this because it doesn't matter. There are 70,000 votes uh, the, more that went to Obama in New Hampshire than uh, to McCain in 2008. So if I decided to change my vote from whomever I voted for to the other guy or any other guy or a woman or anyone, it wouldn't have changed the outcome one whit. Unless the election goes by one vote in your state, it doesn't matter who you voted for. Mm-hmm. So... Just don't don't get excited. Yeah, I kind of feel like though it really. I mean, it's really. What's the choice? I mean, either way, yeah. it's like, am I going to vote for Goldman and Sachs or am I going to vote for Sachs Goldman and, Goldman. and Sachs? Yeah, Sachs <laughs> yeah. and Goldman. Yeah, exactly. It's like which which am I going to vote for? Hmm. Same exact. And then, and then you hear the Republican oriented uh, media outlets. Uh, repeating this theme, anybody but Obama, anybody Obama, because they know that a lot of people aren't happy with Romney, but they got to ram Romney down sure. all the sheeple's throats, which they're they're succeeding in, in doing to some degree. But um, there are a lot of people, I think, and a growing number of people that will, won't vote for Romney under any circumstances. And then what do they do? I guess Gary Johnson. Yes. I mean, if Gary I find Johnson. myself at a polling booth um, on election day, and I may very well, uh, if, you know, I, I tend to vote for the local elections because it actually matters more uh, for whom you vote. And plus, I'm I'm running uh, at least in the primary, so we'll see how that goes. But um, you know, if I find myself there, I'll probably vote for Gary Johnson for president. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Utah, calling on K O A L. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live. What's yeah. on your mind? Yes. You know, I've been trying. I talk slow. I'm an old okie. Okay. What's an okie? <laughs> and I'm 60 years old. All right. I went through Tricky Dick. We impeached Clinton. Who's But we? he stayed there until the last day. Now we got Muslim. We got all of this corruption in our White House, it is time that we get rid of all of these people and start over. Do you mean do I start over with new people in the same system, or do you want to start do something entirely different? No, we need to get rid of uh, Nancy Pelosi. We got rid of her, but Obama put She's still her there. back on. Unless, yeah, Harry Reid. He's still there, too. Unless you and, vote in their districts, you uh, can't do anything Mitt anyway. Romney, I ain't been born in Utah. I've been here. The Mormons have their own standard. That's their business. Uh, I'm 
a God-fearer in person. I know where I was in 72. I fought for this world, and this place is going to H-E-L-L. Double hockey sticks. Thanks for the call, Jerry. Appreciate (laughs) appreciate you checking in with us. I was just wondering if life was like a box of chocolates. It's right there. (laughs) It's like, that's all I really wanted to know. Well, you know, Dave, you're uh, calling in from the net. Save us. I was going to say, hello. Hey, Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I wanted, you guys are talking about voting and stuff. And what I feel deep inside, if I vote, I'm going to commit treason against America because what I see happening in the past two presidencies, three presidencies, even like the guy says, back to Tricky Dick. I, what I see is these guys destroying America. Every, I'm 56 years old. Everything I learned in school is like being, if you practice it, you're a terrorist. You know, and my, country, it's, my it's, country has hardened its heart towards freedom and liberty. It's, it, it's interesting what you say here, uh, Dave, because, I mean, you, you conflate it with terrorism, but really there's not much difference between terrorism and politics. Politics <laughs> is a group of successful terrorists, people that right. have— uh, with con- the guns. They, they the control the, the power structure. The yeah. <laughs> so terrorists are just would-be politicians. Hmm. If they were successful, then they would be the people that would use, you know— the guns of, of power to, to get what they want. And I, I think that the, I think it's it's very similar. Yeah, the people they refer to as terrorists are basically just freelancers, which they don't like. <laughs> right, right. Competition. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes competition. Any, anything that has to do with liberty and uh, freedom, you're looked upon as a crazy conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. That's right. And And like you're a dreamer or something, you know? Yeah, the, the crazy idea that you about you try to tell them about the Declaration of Independence and they, and they laugh at you. And stuff. Yeah, the radical idea that you might actually own your own body, you know, and then you tell them, you know, true Americans then are the moonshiners and the cannabis growers because that's <laughs> who started our country. You know, the people that were running the rum didn't want to pay the tax to uh, what do you call it? In England over there, you know, and they're saying, hey, you know, we want to be able to be free and make our own money without paying off the The man. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the call. 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. Hi, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute Guy. I'm a mortgage lender throughout all 50 states in this great country of ours. The majority of people in the United States love the 30-year fix. We're the only country that actually has the 30-year fix. And you pay a very big price to get a low monthly payment. If you were to refinance into a $350,000 30-year fix in the low threes, it would take you seven years to pay it down from $350,000 to $300,000. If instead you refinance into a 15-year fix in the high twos, it would only take you two and a half years to pay it down, and in seven years, you would pay all the way down from 350000 to 200000 You can't afford this kind of treatment. You must get into a better loan, and we'll show you how. Call us at 866-288-0088, 866-288-0088, or go to mortgageminuteguy.com. Until next time, I'm Roger Schlesinger, 
the Mortgage Minute Guy. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about anything you want. Speaking of SACL CAI, they do sponsor our phone lines, and we appreciate that. They're a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business and accounts receivable is a real pain for you, SACL CAI can do it. They can do it in a manner that you know might be different than what you've heard about other uh, companies that do collections and early out billing and purchase charged off receivables. They treat your customers with respect because they know that not only do you need to collect your money, but you need to keep your clients too. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Top one on the right-hand side of the page. Let's go to Barb calling in on KMED. Barb, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hi. I had just found you guys. I didn't know that you were even on. I didn't know I, I was just, lost. <laughs> I just l- located you. Great. Anyway, I'm very disappointed in the elections. What, um, what about I have, I have voted since Kennedy's, and uh, I can't believe the dumbing down of America right now. People mm-hmm. don't really know what they think about, what they do. Um, it's um, I voted for Obama. I'm extremely disappointed in Obama. What part does and, it disappoint uh, you the most? What disappoints me the most? Yeah. Um, you mean as far as Obama? Yeah. Uh, talking and not doing. Mm-hmm. He, he has a beautiful, beautiful speech uh, structure. Yeah, sure. He and, can, he can uh, talk. And he is he has really um, hoodwinked so many people. And I was I was really sucked in to the point that I worked for Bobby Kennedy, and I thought we had another Bobby Kennedy. Um, I worked nationally for Bobby, mm-hmm. and um, I. Um, I'm so disappointed with what we are doing now. I probably will vote for. I probably will vote for Romney wow. um, because I just simply am not going to take another four years. Where I live, uh, we don't have any talk radio other than uh, uh, things that are are piped in with uh, cumulus stations. Yeah, so uh, they've taken everything out. KGO was the one that I used to talk on quite a bit because at one time they were a fantastic station. Now we have nothing except Rush Limbaugh and his ilk uh, in this area, and um, it, it's nice to hear you guys on the air. So I'd like to I, ask, um, do, do you feel sure. that you have to vote for one or the other? I feel that it doesn't make any difference who we vote for because I think somebody else is completely controlling everything. Who do you um, think it is? And, who do I think it is? Yeah, I just wonder. I mean, you know, people will often I say things like this. I think Wall Street, number one. I think Wall Street. I think um, the bankers. Um, I just don't think we have a say anymore. Um, I will still vote. I've always voted. But um, I'm not happy. It seems like the last the last uh, few times we haven't had anyone. It's either one or the other, you know. Yep. Um, McCain. Uh, pulled in Palin, which I thought was very, very sad, and that's why I went to Obama. I introduced him when I when he was where where I am, and uh, I mean I I've been disappointed for four years because it isn't getting any better, and uh, and tomorrow he's going to a fundraiser. You know, <laughs> just it just cracks me uh, there's up. There's a lot of fundraising greed. going on right now. That's for sure. Well, it's just simply greed. Yeah. How much money do we need to put on a political uh, system 
Uh, why are we not talking about uh, the people that are having a hard time? It's going to really hurt us as far as food prices as well with yeah, the farmers the, the that drought, are having yeah. the drought. Well, I, uh, I wish Obama would do a rain dance. Barb, thank you for the for the call. I appreciate it. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. But you know, what can you really do about a drought? I mean, even Obama is not his fault. <laughs> It's such a different perspective on voting, you know, for for me, you know, 34 years old, it's just totally different for me. Every candidate that I've ever voted for, including local elections, so that this ought to tell you something, not one of them has ever, ever won. won. Not yeah, ever. Never. And I've voted every election, you know, like every... So do you get to complain elections. because you voted, or do you not get to complain because you didn't vote for somebody who was successful? I mean, I don't know. They, they always talk about this, if you don't vote, you can't complain thing, Um but, you know, nobody you've ever voted for is one. Right. Never. So. <laughs> Not ever. Well, that means you're principled and you're voting. And if more people were principled like you, we'd probably have better people in office, I would think. But, that, you know, you have the sheeple mentality that, that, that overrides everything else. Let's go to Josh. Listen to WGAN, Portland, Maine. Josh, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? How you guys doing tonight? All's well. Uh, my, my thoughts are a little odd at least in some of the circle of people I speak with. But so the election to me is more like we're electing a new godfather for the mafia. Yeah. Because <laughs> so the government comes in and strips all of our civil liberties from us, but then they want to tax us and take our money and say, oh, it's so we can protect you. you know, we're going to fight wars overseas with your tax dollars, and we're going to spend it however we want for your protection. It's kind of a mafioso type mm-hmm. thing. Right. Well, they did call yeah. it protection, right? You know, hey, yeah. hey, it uh, looks like some Absolutely. bad things can here can happen at your little store. You better you need some insurance. Yeah, you know, you can buy land, but we're going to tell you what you can and cannot build on that land. But then we're going to. But you don't even buy the land, though. Protection. Before you go on, Josh, you don't even get to buy the land. You have to pay them on an annual basis just to live there. It's a rent. <laughs> well, who else is going to protect us on our land? Because surely we can't protect ourselves. It has to be a higher power. It must be. You know, and, and, and the election is simply the same regurgitated people that they ship through their system. It's, it's the banks that are putting these people in front of us. It's not like we're electing free minds. These well, people are born and bred to run the country the way the banks want to run the country. Well, when you it's, have it's access... Really when you have access to an unlimited supply of money created from nothing, you can buy a lot of things and a lot of people. And, and that's where the system has to be reformed is, is that we have to go back or whatever, however you want to call it, or go forward to honest money again, because then you, it's more, much more difficult to buy people and things at the levels that have been done in the last uh, few decades. You know, and, and my vote is simply going to be a write-in vote. I'm going to write in for Ron Paul. You know, simply I wonder- because I, I, I don't share as many libertarian views as a lot of people that you communicate with on this show, but the one thing I do share is that the only way any change is going to be made is if we show that we're united enough to start making those people a little more scary, maybe a little more electable. I wonder whether a write-in uh, vote will do that, though, because often I mean, I've never heard the numbers on any write-in candidate. I mean, you'll on election mm. night you'll get to hear the numbers of the ones that are on the ballots, and uh, I believe Gary Johnson, the Libertarian candidate, will be on the ballot in all fifty states. And and I'm you know I don't think you should vote anything other than your conscience. So I'm yeah. not telling you that you should vote for Gary Johnson, but I do wonder whether a vote a write-in vote for Ron Paul is. I mean, I guess they're all wasted votes, but is it even more so? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Maybe Gary Johnson is the way I'll go. It just needs to be shown that we're not all mindless sheep that just converge upon these holes, these holes and vote for whoever is put in front of us. In some way, 
shape, or form, we have to show that we're stronger individuals as a group. Because right now, consistently voting for the two that they put in front of us with this lesser of two evils attitude is just going to get us nowhere. It certainly and, hasn't gotten yeah. us anywhere at this point. I mean, you know, no, that's for sure. and Year by year and election by election, more of our freedoms are taken from us. And it seems that people are okay with that. It, it kind of blows my mind. And you have so many different mentalities about what should happen or what shouldn't happen, yet it seems like year by year people just gloss over that and just keep on keeping on. Yep. Oh, you know, we've yep. got to be strong. We have to be American. The, gov- the government gets bigger. Things that hurt. The government doesn't you know? get smaller. Josh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. 855-450-3733. I mean, does government ever get smaller? 855-450-FREE. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyAndHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls Your Birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. Free Talk Live. 855-453. That's the toll-free call-in line here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. It seems like a lot of people have been talking about the election coming up and kind of the mess that America's in. But, you know, call in, talk about what you want. It's been Mark. It's Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. 855-450-3733. And if you're thinking about starting a business, here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that could wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy. I made my will over there, and it was really quick. All they, ha- all you have to do is answer a few questions, and they spit out a document for you there. Um, as a matter of fact, Fortune Magazine calls it blessedly simple. Whether it's a patent, will, LLC, trademark, living trust, whatever you need to empower you and protect you, it's LegalZoom.com. You can save 10 bucks off your order with coupon code FTL. It's coupon code FTL at LegalZoom.com. Let's go to Walter, listening to Utah, KOA. Hey, what's up, Mark? How are you, Walter? I'm doing all right. Uh, I just wanted to make a simple point. When we were kids growing up, when Mom sent us to the store for a loaf of bread, it was 10 cents. I don't see why <laughs> the, all the all those... But you understand what I'm saying. I don't see why everybody thinks that because uh, we're having such financial problems in the world that raising the monetary standard will help. There's more people in the world, so why wouldn't it make more sense to lower the monetary standard, even if you have to bring the what's the monetary standard for people who are listening? 
What do you mean well, by the monetary it's system? The dollar is worth ten cents now. It really is. You know, it's worth a lot less than that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the dollar is yeah, diminished probably, by. You know, but the, that's the only point that I want to make. I don't want to take up everybody's time all day because you're losing me already, anyhow. But, but thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Walter. Thanks for calling in. Uh, you know. I got something for Walter and and for people interested in Walter's uh, you know point to 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 Google and that's something by our, our friends over at Silver Circle um, did a piece where they actually compared the value of the dollar to monopoly money. So if you Google Silver Circle monopoly money, you'll find this article and it's 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 really fa- fascinating. They just basically they take the cost of the monopoly game. You know when when monopoly came, first came out, which was like nineteen thirty or something. You know so okay. early on, and uh, they they take the cost of how much it, you could you, you how much you would have to pay for monopoly money, and so then they can calculate how much each like actual paper fake paper bill is worth. And, and at the time there was some metal and stuff like that, the metal pieces and whatnot. And then they use the same versions of Monopoly and compare it, it the the value of the dollar now against how much it would cost to buy a Monopoly game. And surprisingly, uh, you you look at the value of Monopoly money against the dollar and how mon- the value of Monopoly money has gone up, and it they just show how how the dollar is just becoming worthless. And yeah. how, it's like and this isn't like an accident. I mean, no. this isn't just something that happens. Inflation isn't just something that occurs. Mm. It occurs because they're printing more dollars. They're not actually printing them. They're just entering them in a computer someplace. But they're creating more dollars. And they're doing it in a way that is, from what I can tell, completely irresponsible. Um, if I mean, you know, By the trillions and, now. And, and this is really at the heart of the whole issue. Everything everybody complains about with the country and the world and all these things, it always comes down to money. And nobody pays attention to this issue. I had an amusing experience with bitcoins actually from uh, from Porkfest. The bitcoin bitcoins have gone up like thirty eight percent since Porkfest. For the Porcupine Freedom so Festival, I, I bought roughly a hundred dollars worth of bitcoins at Porkfest, and then I spent what it would now be considered about forty of those those dollars in food with uh, George mm-hmm. uh, from George's famous Baklava. So I. I bought food there but because the bitcoins have gone up so much if i were to cash them in now all the food that i would have bought at Parkfest would have been free, free. and mm. i would have made twenty dollars <laughs> if go. i if they cashed them in right now i would have made that much in american dollars well you know i like the example that ron paul had had given uh, i think bernanke he was questioning bernanke and he went back to the 60s and he said okay how much was a gallon of gasoline back in the 60s well it was about 20 cents a gallon but that twenty cents is not the twenty cents we have today. We have these crummy dimes now. Right. But if you it's take two those silver dimes, you take those two silver dimes uh, t- uh, worth you know whatever it is in today's silver, and actually you could buy more gasoline today with those two silver dimes than you can today. Yep, gas is about the same as it was in the sixties. Buy silver dimes. Right. Let's go talk to Dave calling in on KGOE. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Well, guys, I I much appreciate your show because I think you tackled so many different angles and subjects uh, from a very forthright manner, and I, I I appreciate that. I've called in before. I have the concern and the fear that the bureaucrats that are now in power, however they got there, invade our privacy. They invade our computers. They invade our phones. I believe this. I there's have a, a lot great of evidence. Deal of evidence of it. Oh, there's so, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm also therefore convinced that they just as easily invade our voting machines. And so 
That worries me an awful lot. That's literally taking away our democracy and uh, deciding how we should have voted. I love the, I know uh, how you guys they, have Hold felt. on, before, before you go on, Dave, I, I really love the way when they, they hack the Diebold machine and play Pac-Man on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just goes to show how hackable these, these machines right. are. And I think a lot of us have seen the, the documentary called Hacking Democracy. If you haven't, go look at it on YouTube. Go ahead, Dave. Well, we go back a long way, and you guys have pointed out that the battles between the haves and the have-nots, it's no new thing, and we sure have it going on right now, the greedy corporate special interests versus the working people and the poor. But I think what is different now is electronics. It is now that if you control the source codes and the access to the networks, the Internet, you control virtually everything. You can cause somebody's toaster to burn their toast. You can... Uh. With smart meters, with a smart meter grid going in, that that's actually theoretically possible. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's, you're actually probably right. Yeah, well, it's it's very troubling to me, and I think that's something we better take a serious look at. And if it's accurate, what I'm seeing, what I'm saying, we damn well better do something about it. Lose our democracy, we've lost everything. Thanks I think for the call, we've Dave. already lost it. I think, but you know, the the control of the electronics is definitely an important step in the in the in the wrong direction. But the control of the money is really the the core issue here, and, and mm. that's that's the power by which all this bad stuff ends up happening. Yeah, well, you, the core issue is really control itself. I mean, control of money, control of electronics, control of control. You know, it's it's really the control. It's the pro- is the problem is the violence. It's yeah. always it always comes down to where is the gun. Yep. First, you know. the government scares you with some problem or another. Then they propose a solution. Then their solution creates a problem. Then they propose another solution. And then, they, you know, I mean, it's just a spiral over yeah. and over mm-hmm. again. I think the burning the toast is pushing it a little bit because, you know, if they're going to mess it, you know, even with the smart meters, you know, anytime that they're going to cre- increase the current in your house, that it's going to fry every bit of electronics in your house. So that's a little, little far-fetched. But, I, I mean, there are a lot of other things that they can do with electronics that now that are kind of scary um well you may, not be, well, you may not be aware that a lot of the new the new appliances are being designed to actually interact with the smart meters really so, yeah so in other words and they're a network they're a wide area network now the problem with all this is and most people don't actually have that though well all, like like your dishwasher your the television sets the washing machines they're all being designed to interact with a smart meter so they can be controlled and throttled up or down uh, right. remote control and it's also going to be a, a wide open for hackers too Right. Let's go to Robert. Uh, listen to WNI. Whoops. I just dropped Robert. Good Lord. I pushed the wrong button. Robert, but my apologies. Um, let's take Gary. Please call back, Robert. I'll take you in. Uh, Gary in Myrtle Beach listening to WRNN. Gary, you're on Free hey, Talk how Live. are you guys this evening? Uh, good. What's on your mind? Uh, uh, well, I just wanted to comment on a caller you had previously. I uh, did want to uh, make one thing. Yeah, you're right. Control. This is just a statement. Then I'll deal with the caller. But uh, control is definitely where our politics is at, and it's very corrupt, and it's, it's scary. But getting back to your caller who was going to do a write-in vote for Ron Paul, uh, the problem with that is it's the same thing with the Democratic Party. If you, if you go back in history with the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party back in, de- back in the day was uh, uh, somewhat of a conservative I'm going to let party. you make your point here in a minute, Gary. 855-450-3733, Free Talk Live. 
The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about here on the live Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live with Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. So, let's. we were just talking to Gary here, and then I'm going to get back to Robert, who I dropped off the line. We were talking uh, about control, weren't we? <laughs> right, we were. Gary, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, uh, anyway, I was mentioning, yeah, it, we have a very corrupt political system, and it's sad. But getting back to the point with the gentleman that mentioned about we're doing a write-in for Ron Paul, is, in my opinion, is a waste of time and effort because what we had here was a Democratic Party back in the day, if you really look back, was somewhat of a pretty conservative party that over the years have been infiltrated by a very liberal Slow process has been infiltrated by a very liberal um, agenda, and people infiltrated that party. Well, we need to do the same thing to the Republican Party, because you're never going to get rid of the two-party system. It's been implanted so long, and it's so corrupt. It's like the, the roots are so deep. we got to beat it from within and go in and infiltrate that system and vote the right people into the office mm. and get in where... You can start getting the type of like the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is now a very liberal party. Well, you know, uh, there, there are there are people like Buckminster Fuller who would say, who used to say that that actually trying to reform a corrupt system doesn't work. That you actually have to create a new system to to replace the old one. Let the old one collapse on its own. Well, I, I see the point there, and I understand it. But the thing is, is our political system. And I agree with you for the for the most part, but I'll tell you, our political system is so corrupt because of the money and the power that uh, you know we're going to have to try to become a virus like you hackers do and get in there and and and, and beat it that way because the other way is just I, I, the way I see it is just almost impossible to beat it because there's so much money and power. I mean, look what we ended up with. We ended up with Mitt Romney. I mean, come on. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. I mean, come on. Appreciate my, the call. My thought is stop voting. You're just encouraging them. <laughs> well, well, we we didn't end up with Mitt Romney because we're not voting for him. <laughs> well, I, you know, I... I think that I think that people's voting uh, choices are so difficult. It's it's just so difficult. I mean, I can understand why somebody would vote for Mitt Romney, and I can understand why they'd vote for Barack Obama. I just think that you know why bother getting all upset about it, considering that. Chances are good. Your vote doesn't count. I don't anyway. know. I guess to be fair, you know how I said nobody's, you know, I've never voted for a candidate that got in office. I mean, last time I did vote, I did write in um, Dr. Mary Ruart for the last election. So she didn't win either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to, uh, <laughs> but, you know, he mentioned something about control and it's really interesting. It reminded me of when I was a kid. Remember the show Get Smart? Yes. And yes. You know, the paradigm they had set up control versus chaos. Yeah, sure. And that, that was subtle brainwashing that we experienced. Right. If you watch this show, let's go to Robert. Robert. Uh, you're calling from WNIS. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going today? Sorry hey. for dropping you. 
Hey, um, how's it going? All's well. What's on your mind? All's well. Hey, um, I have a solution to the tax problem. Excellent. For every state and the all. Okay, um, I call it the bail bonds tax. Bail bonds tax? A number tax? of years ago, I went to jail, okay, and had to post a bond. Mm-hmm. And all I paid was 10% of my bond. Okay. My bond was 2500 I paid 10%. I paid $250. How come there is no tax on that? If there was a tax on the bail bonds, millions and millions of dollars could be raised, okay? It would only affect the people that broke the law, okay? Well, as I'm concerned with that, this, Robert. Um, is, is, people, wouldn't that incentivize the government to arrest more people? And then not give them uh, no, ROR no. bonds? Well, it's like, um, would it incent people to smoke more tobacco? We have, I, I smoke. I have a tobacco tax. Mm-hmm. So how come there's not, not a tax on bail bonds? It's only 10%. How come there's not? I'm, I'm just curious. Because you're not buying anything of, 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 of your own free will. When you, when you have to but pay you're, bail, you're, you're being arrested. You're buying a bond. But there's no tax on that. It's, it's, it's what, only to 10%. me, the problem is is is, uh, is going after the weakest members of society with a with a new tax. I mean, mm-hmm. these... well, not necessarily because good law-abiding, you know, parents the and all that stink, their Robert. kids grow up. Robert, let me, let me there's channel... more laws than you could read in four lifetimes. Let me channel Ian here for a moment. I also have a solution to the tax problem. How about we just stop taxing people? <laughs> Taxes, as far as I'm concerned, are theft. Uh, I know, but but how come? How about we no pay for services on, on with voluntary fees? But why is there no tax on the bond? I, it, you know, on it's, a bail bond. Why, why isn't there on newspapers? I guess. Why isn't there a tax on the tax money that you? There pay? is a tax on newspapers. Some taxes, some, not all. I pay a tax. But so, I some pay states a tax on there didn't used to be taxes on newspapers back when I worked in retail selling newspapers. But but why is there no bond on a on a no no tax on a bond? I couldn't answer the question you only, for you. you only, Thanks for the call, Robert. 855 I mean, Taxes are recursive enough already. We don't need to start paying taxes on government fees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Let's go to Dave listening in WNIS. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. A uh, uh, couple things while I was listening on the, uh, on the, on the electric system. Uh, you know, recently they just divulged that... Uh, all those votes are uh, tallied in another country somewhere. So, you know, I mean, you're talking about potential for for manipulation. I mean, heck, the uh, the results the results might already be in. What? But, uh, the votes are tallied in another country. Yeah, they sold the uh, the process. I think it's done in Sweden somewhere. Um, for you, you the dibold machines? No, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking yeah, the, about. Here uh, in New Hampshire, that, we use paper ballots, so I'm, I'm I'm a little out of the loop on this stuff. The big cities right, don't well, necessarily that would be the know. way to that would be the way to circumvent it is make it a write-in, and uh, you know you can't you can't really uh, do a whole lot with that. I mean, you you could it'd be a heck of a lot harder, but it couldn't be uh, yeah, electronic. I've seen some people's handwriting. But... I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, well, that's the problem. There's too many Ill- illiterate people these days, and they wouldn't be able to. Put in the uh, the name of the the candidate, but the other thing I was going to mention was uh, this drought issue out in the Midwest. I heard a little blurb on the news, and it was very brief, and haven't heard it again. But Obama uh, committed—I'm not sure if it started with an M, a B, or a T—but billions of dollars to for uh, for relief. And you know, first thought is, well, what is that going to do? Is that going to make corn appear and and 
and solve the problem. I just don't understand that throwing money at all the all the issues rather than saying, hey, guys, you know, store some up for a rainy day and, uh, you know, proceed with uh, caution here. And then the other thing was, he was they said he was uh, discussing releasing um, water out there somewhere to irrigate the crops, but I think I think it's past the point of no return now. But why would you know? Why would they hold on to water uh, if they see the issue arising, or is it just a feel-good statement? Yeah, I haven't, um, haven't seen that that they that they throw out there. But it's you know, it's almost it's the strangest thing. He can make statements and you know. Uh, uh, promise this and that and the other thing. It's almost like it, it's magic, and it's it's already it's already happened and it's done, and isn't it wonderful? Thanks for the call, uh, Dave. I really do. appreciate it. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It seems like uh, you know maybe they should just forget this whole ethanol thing mm-hmm. and uh, you know use the corn to feed cows or whatever they need to <laughs> to, to do with it. Um, you know, a lot of people are against feeding corn to cows, but whatever. You know, I mean, you'll, it's probably better than dying. Let's go to Denise calling from KMed. Denise, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Uh, hi. Um, oh, and that last caller, uh, there are just uh, a couple of states that send uh, the votes are being tallied, and it's actually in Spain. It's a company that uh, does the tallying for them. Okay. And they're, trying, they're stopping it. So, you know, it, it brought a big stink when they heard about it. It does sound stinky. Uh, we have enough trouble without doing that too um my point was on when we talked about like there's not really too much choices between our two candidates although the person i wanted of course the, wasn't to be you know the powers to be said you know he couldn't he wasn't going to be who was that but his son is running for vice is now with vice president yeah. so maybe there's some hope there my point is uh wait a second denise to, i'm, tr- I'm yeah. trying to figure out who, um, who who the candidate is that you're talking about who's who's the son well, running well ron paul's vice president pick is um yeah i mean uh romney's uh ron paul is who i, I wanted i'm sorry you I got mean, you've gotten confused actually it's paul ryan is uh romney's the vice president is it yes. right? paul right. ryan has right. nothing to do with ron paul you're th- rand paul is his son yeah right Rand Paul okay. is Ron Paul's son, but they have nothing to do with with Paul Ryan. That that would be a very oh. big, big confusion because okay, Paul Ryan is nothing like Rand Paul. And, well, even Rand Paul is not really much like Ron Paul. So, you know. <laughs> no, but I was thinking, you know, coming from the, the father, that they would have a big constitutionalist at least or, or someone who would try to, to go that way. And, and that's where I find that this president scares me because he... He totally goes outside of it and and does a lot of executive orders. Which yeah, that's, that's scary to me, too, Denise. Thank you for the call. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000. He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. 
He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win. Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat. If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. Bradforsheriff.com. This was paid for by friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent. Free Talk Live, 855-453. That is the SACL toll-free call-in line here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, kicking off the third hour with Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. You can give us a call about anything you want to talk about. We've been talking about the the state of the economy and the presidential race here for the last couple hours. 855-450-3733. But you can bring up anything you want. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. On freetalklive.com, you can go there and you can uh, upload stories or blog posts or videos or whatever you want to uh, link to. And you can vote up other people's choices, and they can vote yours up. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live, and that's what we do at the website. It's completely interactive. Freetalklive.com. Let's go to Evan, calling in from WWCK. Evan, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. Great to be with you tonight. Uh, Before I get into why I was calling, I wanted to uh, commend you for uh, uh, one of your advertisers, Cheaper Than Dirt. Uh, yeah, I, uh, they, they play all kinds of different things during the uh, you know in different iterations of the show all over. So I, I they're could... great. Those are great people, man. I tell you what, after after all these bizarre uh, shooting events, which I know are staged events, uh, I decided okay, uh, I've never owned a so-called assault rifle, but uh, I know fellows who are retired special forces, and uh, they go deer hunting with them, and. Uh, Hey, if they can deer hunt with them, I certainly can too. But I also got to ask you real quick: you had a uh, a sponsor promoting a Ruger Scout rifle. Can you tell me what sponsor that is? Because I'd like to give them some business. Ruger used to advertise on the program here, so I mean, and you know, another Scout rifle is their uh, you know one of their new offerings, and it's uh, supposed to be really great. But I couldn't tell you. Ruger says oh. to go to your local gun dealer. Um, that's what they okay, always recommend sure. to us. I just want to tell your audience that anybody that wants ammo or any uh, great, uh, you know, accessories, et cetera, they can even, you can even construct your own um, high-quality so-called assault rifle uh, from all the components they offer there. Um, One place to get great accessories is manventureoutpost.com. Okay, Manventure Outpost. I'll have to check them out, too. Go ahead. So what what was on your mind? Yeah, the monetary system. Well, I originally told your uh, your call uh, uh, screener that I was calling about mortgages, uh, and I think that's crucial because uh, uh, Paul Harvey, the rest of the story guy, had a an expression sign on the dotted line, uh, and I got curious one day and I scoped out the signature line on on my check. Book yep. and abracadabra miniature dot matrix the words authorized signature all the way across that's what it says you know? the line and is so, actually on your checks is actually some uh is, as i understand it is actually some verbiage yeah it, it, two words well 
a lady friend of mine, she has a bank account, check uh, account, and on hers it says original document in miniature.matrix. Okay. Uh, so it's either going to be authorized signature or original document. So anyway, I did a little due diligence. I discovered in the library uh, in the Uniform Commercial Code, which is part of the United States Code, uh, uh, sections pertaining to the fact that when one assigns their name on the dotted line, as it were, as an authorized signature, that uh, paper, that stationary paper, actually becomes the currency that funds the loan. <laughs> so, you know, promissory note that everybody signs is actually deposited into a new account as a cash deposit. That's a and true statement. The, uh, um, so the money, when you take out a loan, say a mortgage or whatever kind of loan, um, what it does is it creates money. The Federal Reserve uses that opportunity to create money. And then, of course, the bank charges interest. So you have to consider if all these people are creating money through taking loans, and they are, and they pay the money back, and, of course, the bank has to pay it back to the Federal Reserve, and then you know, I guess the money gets destroyed in the process, um, then what happens to the interest? Because people can't pay back anything if the, the if, if the interest isn't being created and it's not being created only the principles mm-hmm. being created then where does the interest come from and i guess it just comes from you know creative destruction they're they're destroying people's lives with uh, bankruptcy and more inflation savings. inflation and savings mm-hmm. the the value comes from the, the people who have been responsible with their money and taking value from them it, it certainly by does. decreasing the value of their savings you've essentially stolen from them and that's how this, the, the, where's the, where the wealth is coming from. And 15 years ago, you could go and get a CD for, and get 7% interest on a C, like a six-month CD. My grandfather used to do it all the time. Interest rates are so low now that people that have savings that are elderly can't live off their principal anymore. Yeah. So they end up being impoverished because you have artificially low interest rates. Evan? Hey, uh, you guys, when you have time, uh, maybe this could be a, a topic for a future program. Look up... Uh, it's called Security of the Person. Some guy by the name of Menard, M-E-N-A-R-D. Menard, Security of the Person. I don't actually have a computer yet. I'm going to be doing that in the near future. But uh, a friend of mine just stopped over and says, man, you got to check this out. Security of the Person. He didn't know I didn't have a computer. <laughs> so I wish you was somewhat. Thanks, yeah. thanks for the call, Evan. I, I want to mention some something. Hopefully, hopefully Evan's still listening. Um Real quick, there's a, you know, since he was talking about the ammunition and assault rifles and whatnot, somebody asked me to mention this tonight, you know, on, on air. And, and I think it's really kind of interesting. Um, 3D printing technology is, is kind of becoming a big thing, you know, growing and, and more and more people are able to uh, print whatever they want with these home printers because the costs are coming down. You can get a printer that actually prints other 3D printers for like under $500 now. Um and there is a project that's really interesting. There, there's two things. The, the there's one. There's two main companies that do 3D printers. There's the RepRap, and then there is the um, I can't remember the name of the other one, but it's it's something like the MakerBot. It's MakerBot, mm-hmm. and the MakerBot has basically gone and said that they will they don't want any gun designs for 3D printing. They they won't accept any printable guns with their machine. They they have, each of these machines have a, like a printable library that you can go and access designs well with the rep rep they haven't said that and actually some guys have gone out and they're trying to uh raise money and they they have this site printablegun.com where they've yep. gone and uh actually made this design where they're they're trying to make it so that basically it's a one-shot weapon <laughs> and it's i i 
I don't want to talk too much about it. It's just I think it's an interesting concept. I think it's interesting for people to look at, but I kind of get a little concerned with the, something that's going to explode in your hand made mm. from plastic. <laughs> um, yeah, that does seem a little weird. You know, the, so I but mean, with three D three D printing technology is probably going to change the world. I mean, pretty soon oh, you're yeah. not going to have to go to a big box store and buy whatever it is you're looking for. You'll be able to go down to the corner and have it printed up, and then when you're done with whatever it is that you're, you're there, you can just take it and toss the material in, and they'll recycle it and turn it into something else. And there's so much stuff that's that you buy that's made out of plastic. I mean, there's so much. And stuff. so I mean, much more can, that could be made out yeah, of plastic. Sure, absolutely. And and if there was even a little bit more knowledge, I mean, if if kids were actually learning electronics, I, w- I would love to. I didn't, you know, I went to a school that really didn't have any electronics courses, but I w- I would have taken that like a fish to water. And it would be so great if more more people were actually learning that and, and could manufacture their own things because you know electronics isn't really that hard if if you get into it and have practice. So if kids were really learning this from an early age and able to print the housings and the parts and all the things, they, who knows what they could make? Let's go to Aaron calling in from WXNT. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, good evening, fella. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? All's well. Right. What's on your mind? Good. Uh, I was just thinking about, I was watching uh, Romney uh, fumble his way through his announcement this morning. I was making a joke with somebody this morning when he said the next president, Paul Ryan. That's right. I, I said, guess he's predicting his own death. <laughs> I said, he's so bad. I said, he's so bad, he don't even believe he's going to be the next president. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, you know, it's it's a shame because uh, I really don't think it's going to be close. I think he just sealed his doom, his fate. How so? Yeah. With, with Ryan? Paul Ryan? Yeah. Uh, I think he sealed his fate because... I don't care how many senior citizens think or feel they need to hate Obama, but what they uh, they love their money more than they hate Obama. <laughs> and you know, and you can just scare them once with that Medicaid, that Medicare, whatever. And they all in Florida and Virginia and Ohio, and he just lost those states. And you cannot win without them. Thanks for the call, Free Talk Live. Your opinions are welcome. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Talk Live, 855-453. Just about missed my cue there. 855-450-3733. That's what you get when you get the B team on a Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) You can give us a call at 855-450-3733. It's Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. The B man. (laughs) 
That's right. I guess I'm the B-man. Okay. No, we're, we're all the B-men tonight. <laughs> we're talking about uh, monetary policy and how the government is uh, messing with uh, the money. And, you know, you can withdraw your consent from the Federal Reserve note. You can put your money into bitcoins. Bitcoins are a new online currency. They're, they, they exist in online. They are a digital currency. They are ones and zeros. They are a math problem so difficult that, uh, you know, all the, all the computers in the world can't solve them. And, um, you know, that's what they bring to the table. You can send and receive money with bitcoins without paying any fees. You can, you know, be certain that no one's messing with your account. Nobody's going to freeze your account because they're unhappy with uh, the way you've done things. PayPal. And um, <laughs> or, you know, you, you aren't forced into any chargeback situations. It's your money and you can be in control of it with bitcoins. You don't have the federal government you know, demanding that uh, the banks, uh, you know, across the, the ocean uh, report your income to them. Well, you know, bitcoins, it's your bank account. You can do what you want. You can go find out more about bitcoins at weusecoins.org. And if you want to get bitcoins, you can get them from bitinstant.com. They've got more than 700,000 locations that you can deposit money and have bitcoins in your bitcoin wallet before you get back home. It's bitinstant.com or weusecoins.org, both of those. So let's go to Tim calling in uh, from XM. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hello, this is Tim from Minnesota. Hello, Tim. I got some questions. I got a question for you. How would you like to pay off the federal debt? No. Every penny, the fourteen trillion dollars, lower gas prices by a buck fifty a gallon, bring twenty million jobs back to America, lower the cost of living on things like milk, butter, cheese, bread, meats, across the board, everything in the grocery store, cut it by twenty five percent. How would you like to do that? I don't believe Ask in your pay- audience out there. I'm, I bet I'm they sure would like to, but I don't believe in paying off the federal debt because I don't believe it belongs to me. But go ahead. Well, the federal debt can be easily be paid off, and the money that the debt is paid off with can be used to stimulate the new economy. How would you pay off the debt and use the money to stimulate the new economy? We would pay off the Fed. There, there are an estimated $150 trillion of derivatives. Okay. There is an estimated $65 trillion of equity in all the publicly owned companies that are traded on Wall Street every day. Okay. What we would do is have a one-time flash tax on the derivatives and the equity market. That money that would be generated from the flash tax would pay off all the bonds that the debt represents. All of this money that would be used that would pay off the bonds would be would be money that would be opened up and you could use to develop the, the new economy. So you're taking bring, you're going to take money from other people that uh, that you know unlike yeah. you that do not have uh, derivatives and and uh, these these uh, stocks. There's 150 trillion dollars of derivatives that are st- stagnant dollars that just sit there and don't do anything. There's 65 trillion dollars of equity in all the public companies. And it's stagnant money that sits there and does nothing. But it's not and yours. The, the, all of the money that all of the equity markets represent is intellectual property, whether it's uh, you know, controlled through the copyright or uh, all the other you know, laws that we have that, that protect all of this intellectual property. And, and who protects all of that intellectual property? I guess the government who does. The government does now. Now, now that the, the, these companies don't pay anything for that protection. So, so what happens so what if I'm, you do this flash tax and these companies say, 
you know, like they say, okay, fine, then we're done. We're at, we're leaving the United States. Okay. Well, uh, it also would be in the New Economy Act would be if you move your company overseas, we no longer protect your intellectual property. So a good a good example would be like General Electric. They move their entire MRI division over to China. Well, fine, move it there. We just made your all your technology generic, which means we can reproduce it here in the United States for about a half of the cost. You know, I think Did the intellectual lie? property laws are, um, you know, that they often are abused by companies, and that they're, you know, they generally are pretty, pretty bad. The they aren't, they aren't abused here in the United States. Like I said, if you take your company, let's say oh, yeah, General Yeah, they are Motors abused, absolutely, Tim. To, to say that... No, uh, they aren't. Not what, Tim, hey, 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 hey. You got your chance to talk. No, this, Let this me... is a revolutionary idea. Sure. You know, I, I'm sorry. Really? Like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to get a chance to even discuss this? No, is what he says to me? <laughs> I, am, am I full of pride and hubris here? I can't believe it. I mean, I know the guy waited, but I just... I guess I'm angry. I guess I'm angry. Well, he um, said his piece, Mark. I mean, I think he got out what he was trying it's to... It's an interesting idea. Uh, it, it sounds it, good on the surface, but, you know... I'd have to dig it into it further, but... It, but, see, this intervention begets more, which begets more, and you heard him start to say, well, then you've got to have this law, and then you've got to have this law. And, and really, what Iceland did, it makes a lot more sense. Just say, okay... We can't pay it. We're defaulting. Yeah. And besides, well, it was you know, if the federal government anyway. wanted to pay off the, uh, the the federal debt. All it would have to make is uh, two five trillion dollar coins, and you know, mint those, bam, bam, and then pay off the debt. If that's mm-hmm. what it wanted to do, sure. Um, then the debt would be. And this is to the federal to the Federal Reserve is where the debt goes. So it's basically the government loaning from itself or these uh, member banks. So you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't affect the economy really in any way. So I mean, the. the <laughs> This guy's one of one of the things he said. And I totally agree with you, Mark. About uh, you know, is IP law? He said IP law is not abused, abused in, in the United States. Have you ever heard the oh, term right. uh, IP troll? Which, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like so so ridiculous. Right? I tried like, have to you not even a... looked at. Have you not looked at, at Silicon Valley and seen what's going on between companies like you know Google Apple and, and Apple and Microsoft Samsung. and Yahoo and Samsung and it just goes on and on. I mean, look at the mobile market alone and look at what they're doing. I mean, Apple's recently been suing these companies over over handset providers like, oh, Android, we can't have this Android phone coming in, so we got to sue over intellectual property. It's these companies s- wield these things like nukes. Yeah, it's too rectangular. Another. That's not good. Let's go to Don. Call in W-A-V-H. Don, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I just got a question, guys. Um, what, um, I, I was, like I said, I was reading something on the internet. And uh, like I said, I know you shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet, but then again, you should not not believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah, there's something. Likewise, it's probably more yeah, accurate like, than what you would see on TV news. So yeah, yeah. And, and likewise for the television. But anyway, it, it was stating that from your mother, from the day your mother birthed you into this world, everything you sign, what she signed, or whatever, when you get to a certain age, it is a contract, and it starts with your birth certificate. So. I, I was just wondering if you could if you could comment on that or just tell me something about that. And I also wanted to state that this the guy who was talking about the Federal Reserve, uh, the Federal Reserve, its currency is like a it, it's a fiat currency. Don, hold the, hold the line. I want to talk to you about the Federal Reserve here in a minute. 855-450-3733, Free Talk Live.
The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, 855-453. That's the SACL toll-free call in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. See if we can squeeze you in the last couple of segments of Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition with Mark. And Wayne. And Johnson. You know, a lot of people are stocking up on precious metals right now, whether it's as a hedge against inflation or a barter currency in case the economy goes way south or... You know, an investment. People, the experts are predicting that gold and silver will be heading up later on this year. Whatever the reason, I certainly have it. Uh, whatever. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give financial advice because, well, I'm not qualified to. But I am going to tell you that I certainly have uh, listened to people who have recommended getting precious metals. And I recommend that if you're going to get precious metals, that you check at gold.freetalklive.com first, uh, because, or at least, uh, you know, second, before you buy, check with gold.freetalklive.com. Many of these uh, these big gold companies, they kind of, uh, you know, flim flam you. They, 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 they uh, you know, get you to call in and then, you know, you want bullion and they're going to give you numismatics and, you know, back and forth. At, free talk, at gold.freetalklive.com, you can look at the coins that you're going to buy, price them ahead of time, do some comparisons, because that's how you buy low so you can sell high. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right. Let's go back to Don. Listen to W-A-V-H. Go ahead, Don. Okay. Uh, yeah, you said you wanted to talk to me about the Federal Reserve. Before, before we get into that, I want to, uh, to say this. Uh, one, you shouldn't, I would say, like nine, nine times out of ten, you should never believe a day what the TV tells you. Never. The TV? But anyway, uh, Yes, yes, television, media, newspapers, all that. Because under, under Executive Order 10995, which was issued by JFK, that gave the federal government control over everything. Notice I said Executive Order. It didn't go to the House, the Senate, the Congress, it didn't go to none of that. And uh, that Executive Order is still in place today. Now, he also signed another Executive Order, which is Executive Order 10, no, Executive Order 1110, which was based to return. The United States give its give it power back to print their own money because the United States does not print their own money. Right. The Federal Reserve does. Yeah. The Federal Reserve prints the United States government money. It loans, loans the United States government. The Treasury, yep. Yes, yes. Money at interest, which is why at the end of the year you pay your taxes, and that is included in the Federal Reserve Act. Now, they are... They, uh, well, I mean, the government, you know, uses tax money for all kinds of reasons, including paying interest on the debt. But see, you would, you would have to really, if, if, you, if you got rid of the Federal Reserve, then you would have no debt. 
Well, I don't know that that's. I mean, you, people would still borrow money in the absence mm-hmm. of the Federal Reserve. I mean, you wouldn't have a national interest debt. rates might be higher. Um, now, I think that uh, a government borrowing any money is immoral because, uh, you know, my son is four years old. He hasn't agreed to anything like this. But if he's going to show up as an American citizen at eighteen years old, they're going to tax his labor to pay off debts from. You know, the the, the government has never paid off its debts. Andrew Jackson had it down to twenty thousand back in the early eighteen hundreds. But I mean, conceivably. We still have that principle there that I'm paying off today. I didn't vote on any of that stuff. This is what people don't know. America has been in debt for almost 100 years. More than that. (laughs) I can believe that. (laughs) But like I said, this is a fiat currency. The only thing that gives this currency value is people's faith and belief in it that it has value because there is no collateral on the currency. That's true. Thanks for the call, Don. There is nothing backing up U.S. dollars. Um, I mean, you know, people will say that it, it's the, the power of the government. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, you know, basically, other than the government telling banks that they have to accept U.S. dollars as currency, which, of course, they would do anyway, um, you know, that's all there is. It's, you know, it's the same thing. Let's go to Andrew calling in from Auburn. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. How's it going? All's well. Uh, I just want to call in and let you guys know how much I appreciate y'all. Well, thanks. <laughs> Being no, appreciated I always, is have, nice. I always have Liberty Radio Network on my iTunes. You I can keep listen, it on. You I can listen to LRN.FM. Yeah, LRN.FM. I keep it on when I go to work, and my dog listens to it when I'm at work and keeps him calm down. He doesn't bark or anything like that. <laughs> it's my soothing tones. <laughs> oh, it's got to be, man. But, thanks. Uh, um, for real, much love to you guys up there and. Keen, New Hampshire. Appreciate it, Andrew. Have you Thanks downloaded the, the uh, LRN Oops. FM app? Oh, you can get the LRN.FM app. Um, yeah. It's uh, actually available for your iPhone, right? They don't have one for sure. the Android. Well, right, exactly. He said iTunes, so I assume he has got an iPhone or maybe something. Could very well be the case. Yeah, Michael, listen on KMED. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Um, hey, I was wondering if you guys knew uh, where it states, if it's even stated in the Constitution. Um, where it gives the authority of the American citizens to vote to determine who the president is. I thought that the, the American citizens voted for the Electoral College, which then goes and votes for the president. Isn't that right? Right. Mm-hmm. So how do they do that? How do they do it? Yeah, how's that? Well, I mean, How do we vote for Electoral College? I never even heard of who was running for Electoral College. So. Right. <laughs> it is very strange. You, you, vote for, you, you go and you vote for a presidential candidate, but um, you know, then they appoint an electoral person to you know, vote for you at the Electoral College. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel right. like I'm I mean, back it's, in uh, high school. Like, it's, a, it's a bicameral system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who appoints the elector? Probably the Republican and Democratic parties uh, specifically. Yeah, because, you, know, you know, I've read the Constitution, and what I see in there is that it says Congress determines who the president is. So, I don't know. Do they seal the— And also, I read up on Electoral College, and they can vote. You know, they're supposed to vote, you know, the way that they say they're going to vote. But they don't all do it. But they don't have to, and there's no rule that says they do. There you so go. if Congress is the one who appoints— the elector, how is it that we really have a vote? That's well, one thing I 
you know, a lot of people think that they're doing these uh, polls for, you know, the percentage of people that are for Romney, the percentage that are for Obama. And it really doesn't make any sense. I mean, the fact is, is it's it's 50 different state elections for these electors, as you're uh, talking about here. So, you know, a nationwide poll on who likes who doesn't really even matter. It's just which no, states. No, it's almost like they're they're gauging to see who's going to be the most acceptable to the masses to maybe so there's less of a chance of. I don't know, just to keep us asleep kind of a deal. Yeah. Like that. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of people think that there's some, uh, you know, dark conspiracy behind the voting process. And I, you know, to me, the the short answer is that most people, I mean, you've heard them calling in tonight. They're Romney fans or they're, um, you know, they're Obama fans or whatever fans they are. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of people out there that are going to vote for these people. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Anybody could be a fan of either of these people. Well, I can tell you there are. Mm-hmm. You know who are they? What, who are these people? You can take a look at their Facebook. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm pounded all day long by people that say that Obama's better than Romney, or Romney's better than Obama. <laughs> I'm not at all. Yeah, I mean, if if I met if I met either of these two guys, I wouldn't. You know, I'd talk to him, but I think it'd be really strange to talk to them in real life. You know, like really get to try to know one of them. I think it'd be very strange. Well, these people have. Uh, but, these you know, people I could take travel Obama in circles that we'll never get to know. I, I would school Obama in a game of one-on-one, so <laughs> I guarantee that. <laughs> Thanks for the call. 855-450-3733. I hear he's really good. But you know, but you know something? The whole voting thing, really, what, it, what the purpose it serves for the people in power is that makes the citizenry feel like they, they have a choice, that they're participating. And in the end, it doesn't make any difference who you vote for. Because look, look who you have. You've got uh, establishment candidate A and establishment candidate B. They're both going to do the same crap to you. Yeah, I like the what, the Emma Goldman quote that if voting made a difference, they'd make it illegal. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I think that you shouldn't vote either. I just don't think that you know people have been voting and not voting in elections for 200 and something years, and this is what we've got. I think that it's the way the system's set up. That's broken. And I'm going to come out right here on national radio and say it. I think the Constitution is a flawed document. I think that it set this up and this is the reasonable outcome. The article see what the cons- the kind of con- the kind of government the Constitution brings. This is it. The Articles of Confederation were probably much better. Uh, you know, I mean, all old technology I and mean, we got we live in a new world. I want to be able to choose, uh, you know, who's providing me with protection. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. Final segment. I guess I'm not going to give out the telephone number. That would be kind of pointless. It's Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. You know, Free Talk Live, we uh, we bring you a radio program where you can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about, a website where you can post news stories and people can vote them up, vote them down. It's uh, very interactive. If you like what we do, 
and you do online shopping, do your shopping through shop.freetalklive.com. There we have links to uh, many online retailers, but probably the most notable of which is uh, Amazon. You're probably going to do your shopping at Amazon anyway, so you know take the extra moment to go through shop.freetalklive.com. It is extraordinarily helpful to us. We get a you know we we get a lot of help from Amazon, and it's uh you know it's really it's help from listeners like you, and we thank you. You know, I never feel you guys clarify enough this this particular uh, read that you do. That when they go through shop.amazon.com, it's no cost. Shop.freetalklive.com. Shop. Sorry, shop, shop.freetalklive.com. We, we try that. to say the same great prices <laughs> and the same great service that you normally get. But there's no cost to the to the person who no goes cost. through. So you, you can do that, and it doesn't cost you a thing. It costs you an extra moment. Other than the time to, to type it in. An extra moment, yep. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's a really huge benefit to uh, Free Talk Live, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Let's uh, take James calling in an XM from Texas. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, good evening, fellas. I really appreciate what y'all do. I uh, just wanted to uh, uh, let you know I'm very concerned about that uh, National Defense Authorization Act. Mm. And uh, for those that may not know, basically people that do what you do could wind up in a FEMA camp. Why, do you have guns? Fork them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a federal judge uh, put forth an injunction to stop uh, the provision of the act that would allow them to just pretty much pick up anybody without any, any due process whatsoever and hold them indefinitely. But the Obama administration is appealing it. And I, I wish really that you would follow that closely because well, we've paid a, we've, I, we've paid a lot of attention. Actually, every NADA uh, in NDAA is always a disaster for freedom. Um, every one of the National Defense Authorization Acts um, every year it's a it's a big disaster. Well, personally, I believe that the industrial military complex is going to turn on its own. And I believe that this whole war on terror is a smokescreen that that's here basically to bring this country under submission of the United Nations. And I, I don't believe the rhetoric that's coming out of Washington. Now, let, and- me, let me ask you this. Why would uh, politicians in Washington, D.C., um, you know, people that are you know, the most powerful pe- – this is the most powerful nation on the planet, and the president probably is the most powerful seat um, of the most powerful nation – why would they turn over their power to an organization like the UN? Well, the UN is a secondary tool, basically. Well, let's call it, let's don't call it the UN, let's call it the United Nations Organization. Okay. And basically what that is, it's a, it's a little government that's been set up by multinational corporations and fat cats, Euro-American fat cats, uh, like Goldman Sachs and others, that are basically pill- uh, pillaging the, the resources of the world. And the fat cats in Washington have been promised uh, all kinds of sweet insider trading deals all of these years, and there's just too many up there that have become millionaires. And and you recall that uh, a now, there's always been a law in the books against insider trading. What Martha Stewart went to jail for, uh, basically Joe Biden and all those other senators and congressmen up there can do legally. Well, I think right. actually Martha Stewart, Martha Stewart went to jail for lying to the investigators about, um, what, as they claim, what, what those people were doing. Well, 
the insider trading's been going on forever. Oh, yeah. and that's based. That's how. Uh, that's why they. I, I think that they serve the party more than they serve the country. That much is true. That's and they sure. serve themselves and their party more. Their, themselves and their party means more to them than the country does and the sovereignty of the states. My life. So it's it's not that they just turn their power over to the UN. It's just that they give in to. Uh, they do what's beneficial the, for them. I mean, that's what politicians do. Thank you for the call, James. They they reward their friends and punish their enemies, and they make money in the process. And they hide it in Switzerland. <laughs> that's I mean, what a surprise. Not all of them. Don't they? There's always the Cayman Islands, Wayne. Let's go to Wayne. Call him WRNN. Wayne, or excuse me, uh, Warren. I just said Wayne. Wayne's here on Free Talk Live. Warren, I'm here. What's on your mind? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, Obama. He he never uh, seems to be persecuted or prosecuted for fraud or treason or anything else that he's performed so far. What's he done that's more treasonous than any other president? Well, <laughs> he's, he's part t- totally ignored the Constitution. Well, that's nothing new. Well, that's nah, new. Murdering anyway, American <laughs> citizens without due but, process but, of law. But, uh, well, Bush he, was doing the same thing, uh, re- rendering, special rendering people all across the world. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he, uh, he if 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 he is is not elected, he's going to have a good good uh, temporary uh, what is it two two months of lame duck lame duck lame duck yeah lame duck lame right cards lame lame duck Congress perform mm-hmm. his magic again. Well, I mean, it's going to be a Republican Congress. Uh, they're going to have a, he's, he's going to have a difficult time getting things through. Warren, I do appreciate the call. 855. Oops, I'm giving the number. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, the, the, I don't think that, I think that every president is always going to step it up one bit more. Essentially, what we've done is we've gone from the uh, you know the, the 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 autocracy where the king turns it over to his son and they turn it over to their son to a four year king. Um, you know it took a long time for power to coalesce, but power tends to coalesce, and it's taken a while for it to coalesce into the presidency. But that's where it's come at this point. The with the executive orders and and the way that they don't even pay attention to Congress and you know if well if things are going my way I'll just pass an executive order. This whole mentality that we have to vote for rulers, you know, that we demand rulers, this is so ludicrous. You know, okay, ruler A, ruler B, the, the, the captain of the slave ship, whatever you want to call it, you know, why are people so concerned about who the next ruler is going to be? Yeah, well, because really, they didn't they build see them that. As protectors. They so. they believe that they didn't build that. They believe Obama when it comes to that whole you know idea that well you need you need the government in order to have you know whatever it is that you have. I I just don't think so. That's I a think. fatal error yeah. in, in judgment because you know whether you're on the so-called right or left, there are problems to be solved. But when you centralize authority and power in one place. Uh, you, there's all sorts of unintended consequences and corruption, and, and you can see what's happened as power coalesces further and further. Right. I mean, if you're a Democrat, look, we know what happens when Democrats get in power. You have New York State. You've got New Jersey. You've got uh, Connecticut. I mean, you can see what happens when they get in power. 
That's what it looks like. If you're a Republican, we know what happens when Republicans get in power. (laughs) You can take a look at Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, uh, Texas, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. We know what it looks like. Neither one of these is pretty. Neither one is particularly solvent. Some are more like police states. I mean, in Texas, they're sending they're they're arresting school kids for scribbling on desks Um, in in New York. I mean, they're they're insolvent. They can barely pay their uh, their uh, retirement for their public employees. I mean, these things have foreseeable consequences. Your support for these two parties has foreseeable consequences. You can look and see it now. How about a society where we have rules but no rulers? It'd be that? nice. I mean, just, just you know, the, the basic rules of, you know, you, you, you don't harm other people and you do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are some good rules. Yes. The but, only justice should be the, the elimination of the initiation of aggressive force. It's just that should be the only enforcement of justice. But, you know, a state can't survive without aggressive force. Um, I mean, r- really, it can't. I mean, if it, you know, the, the, the you know, they've got whatever problem they've got, whether it's uh, public schools or policing or whatever, they must tax someone. But police, who doesn't want see, it. but the thing is that most people don't refuse to acknowledge is that policing can exist absent of the state. It did exist. It did. In the 19th century, it existed. I mean, have you ever heard of Pinkerton men? Uh, this is, I mean, this was a private protection agency, and there was competition to them out there, and it was, you know, it, it worked relatively well. There were no police prior to 1850. The first police force came into London in the 1850s, and most United States... And they must have constantly been at war, right, Mike? They were constantly at war back then? Because, <laughs> right. because obviously the police forces will go to war with one another... And just start fighting, because that's the way it works, right? Mostly people keep themselves safe. Right. Mostly. Mostly. Thanks for listening. It's been uh, Mark with you. And Wayne. And Johnson. You can find out. You can find us at freetalklive.com. In the meantime, we will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's freetalklive.com. Hey, podcast listeners. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'll pop in and, and mention to you that we've got a new advertiser that's uh, of note Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute guy, um, he's got an ad in here. It's not the greatest sounding ad in the world, but um, I'll tell you, the guy has spent a great deal of money on the radio in the past, and he's trying out Free Talk Live for, I think it's two weeks or one week or something like that. Um, it's a short period of time. And, I, you know, if you have a more, if you're looking to get a refinance a mortgage, he's got some really great rates. I wish you'd just check it out. I'm not saying buy a mortgage from the guy. That's a pretty big decision. But if you'll check him out and see what uh, see what the deal is, that'd be a, you know response would be important. So anyway, thanks. Hi, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute guy. I'm mortgage lender throughout all 50 states in this great country of ours. The majority of people in the United States love the 30-year fix. We're the only country that actually has the 30-year fix, and you pay a very big price to get a low monthly payment. If you were to refinance into a $350,000 30-year fix in the low threes. It would take you seven years to pay it down from 350000 to 300000 If instead you refinance into a 15-year fix in the high twos, it would only take you two and a half years to pay it down, and in seven years you would pay all the way down from 350000 to 200000 You can't afford this kind of treatment. You must get into a better loan, and we'll show you how. Call us at 866-288-0088, 866-288-0088, or go to MortgageMinuteGuy.com. Until next time, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute Guy.